Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Are you ready? You want the noise brought on you? Because here it comes. What? The noise brought on you because here it comes. This is my job. This is the Bob and Jeff Show. This is a sacred moment between a boy and his father. Starring Bob Lutz. Have you, you been around sports? Guy? It's like I'm talking to a guy who just got dropped in from something. How are we supposed to trust uh, your accuracy. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Jeff Lutz. You didn't say anything. You sat there yeah, like a bump. I may kill you. Nature versus nurture. Nature always wins. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Strap yourself in and feel the cheese. Good afternoon, everybody. It is a Friday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. I'm Bob Lutz. Jeff Lutz co-hosting Max Bauer, producing engineering. 869-1240, the phone number. I don't know that we promised the three-man booth today. We mentioned it. Uh, due to unavailable. Of course he is. He's out caddying. Of course he is. Um, you know, I think that probably is a pretty fruitful endeavor. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because where else would you want to be when it's 105 out? Well, it's a great golf course, Flint Hills. I mean, it's. I don't know that you've ever been there. Don't know that I have either. Um, but it's one of the best in the in this part of the world. Uh, it'd be a great, great thing for your sensitivities to be out there on a daily basis. But it's pretty warm. It is hot, but good for Jason. Only doing, ninety-five. Doing honorable work and you know making a living, providing for his family. We sh- we certainly appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, here's what's on tap today. At 225, Taylor Eldridge from the Wichita Eagle will join us. He's fresh off the golf course. Uh, I didn't know Taylor played golf. We'll have to ask him about that. At uh, 340 today, Haley Tucker from KWCH, our guest for five questions. But she kind of has to rush out of here at 350. Why? Because she's anchoring the four. Well, you... So... So she's anchoring the four. What's the prep that goes into that? You know, she's got to go to the studio. She's got to sit down. She's got to wait. And that's it. Does a staff of makeup artists approach the anchors as they you know, we prepare? we don't have makeup artists. As they prepare for the uh, show. You think we have a budget for makeup well, I artists? I don't know. Didn't television used to have that? Why, why would they be needed anymore? I don't know. I, I just I thought everybody had to put on a little uh, little makeup. Well, they don't have to, one. And two, they do it themselves if they want to. Well, there you go. There you go. Haley does her own makeup. 
Uh, good for her. 100%. So we'll talk to her coming up uh, much later in the show. Uh, let's see. What do we got today? I've been perusing prospects lists. They've been put out by Baseball America and MLB Pipeline. Uh, and the Cardinals only have two in the top 100. The Royals have zero in the top 100. Given where they've been drafting recently and understanding that a lot of the prospects they've drafted highly have graduated to the big leagues, but it's a little concerning, I would think, to not have any top 100 prospects in your organization. Well, they're one guy that they had, I believe, in the beginning of the season. Gavin Cross has since dropped out, and now they have none. He just got promoted to double A. Well, sometimes you promote guys. So if the uh, if the uh, wind surge has any more games remaining with the Naturals, you could potentially see Gavin Cross. I think they're playing the Naturals right now in Springdale. Well, that's, but you can't see him because nobody's dra- traveling down to Springdale to see that series. Well, I wonder can, if there are wind surge fans who do go out of town. You know, you don't have to travel to watch the wind surge. Do you think there are fans who travel? Don't know. Watch? Well, I thought you might have run into a few. Well, I don't travel. Back so in I the wouldn't... day, well, I, you don't have to travel yourself. I knew because I covered the the Wranglers and the Pilots and the Arrows, there were always people who took to the road to watch some road games. Okay, well, you, um, you don't have to do I that. I wonder if they're doing that anymore. Why not just stay at home watching on TV? Because you like to take a road trip. To Springdale? Sure. For what? Or Springfield or Tulsa, you know, things that aren't too far away. Yeah, but no one's going to go to Springdale. Why? Because there's nothing there. What do you mean there's nothing there? It's Walmart. That's it. There's a lot of things in that general area of Springdale, Arkansas. This is you not knowing anything again and piping out no, and piping up. Not and, me not knowing and anything. Popping off. The, the, the things in the area are in Missouri. No, they're really not. Yeah. Springdale is very close to Fayetteville, and Fayetteville is, of course, the home of the University of Arkansas. Which also is not a very interesting town. I've been there. You've been to Fayetteville. Yeah, we played baseball there, remember? What did you, you know, you were 15 years old. What did you do in I Fayetteville? I was 17. Well, exactly. There was nothing to do in Fayetteville. It's a, it's a college town. It's a great college town. Nah. There's a lot to do in Fayetteville. Arkansas is not a nice state. Can we just say that? Little That's Rock. A, it's actually a beautiful state. No. Have you ever driven through Arkansas? Of course. When? I've been to Arkansas plenty of times. No, but I mean, have you, have you taken time to notice the scenery? Yeah, there isn't any. Well, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard you Arkansas. say. Give me a break. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. Well, I, I just, I'm, I'm flummoxed by that. Arkansas sucks. Why would bunch you say that? Woods, bunch of. Why would you say that? I don't understand. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Max, take a break for a little bit, please.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, we are back. That's the Beatles. Good day, sunshine. Fun in the sun, the musical theme. Taylor Eldridge joins us from the Wichita Eagle, Kansas.com. Taylor, you've been out playing golf. Tell us about that outing. I didn't know you were a golfer. Yeah, me and uh, some of the media uh, guys, uh, some of the television guys, uh, picked up golf this summer. So uh, played a little, uh, a little round at Auburn Hills. Wow picked a tough course so i gotta ask what was your score uh well you know you got you got a couple you know foot wedges a couple mulligans uh we'll, we'll call it a, a a soft 91 there you go we'll take it uh let's get into uh those shockers just back from a trip to greece where they played three games no idea about the level of competition uh, you were able to talk with their head coach, Paul Mills, uh, after some of those games. Uh, what did you take away from those conversations and then uh, from uh, what you were able to watch uh, during that tour of Greece? Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing that struck me was uh, just the, uh, the flow on offense, uh, the spacing. Uh, you can tell that these guys have really been drilled about spacing. And, uh, you know, there's always two players, the very you know far edges of the uh, the corners of both sides of the arc, and then uh, you know the guy on the wing is always properly spaced. You know there's a lot of room inside of the paint to drive and for the big man to operate with that pick and roll game. So uh, that's the uh, one of the bigger things that that kind of struck me. Some of the clips showed really good ball movement. Uh, you know five players touching the ball in less than five seconds. I don't know if we saw too much of that last season so i think that'll be a welcome change for uh you know shocker fans to see uh, a little bit better you know continuity on on offense a little bit better rhythm better flow uh you know it remains to be seen if uh you know the shooting improves but you know uh you hear it all the time that you know they, they shoot well in practice we'll see if it translates to a game but uh and then the other thing was uh maybe like the offensive rebounding uh you know some of these guys that they brought in ronnie DeGray. Dayland uh, original, uh, you know, Quincy Ballard uh, back from last season. Uh, all three of those guys really attacked the offensive glass, uh, uh, you know, in the clips that I saw and then the box score that they sent over. Uh, they were re- really, really good at tracking down their own misses. So that's something that you could uh, expect, uh, you know, coming up this season because I think he is going to play a lot of two big lineups, you know, with Kenny Poto 
Jacob Germany, Kenny Poto, Quincy Ballard, uh, you know, some kind of combination between those three. You know, I think two of those guys could share the court, uh, you know, at least some of the time this season. So that's going to make Wichita State a pretty good offensive rebounding team would be my guess. Yeah, that's part of uh, where I was going, Taylor. Just who uh, you think fans should prepare to see on the floor, not just uh, some the combinations, but uh, will B. John Cortez be eligible? It sounds like uh, they're really clamping down on, on waivers, so do we expect Ronnie DeGray uh, to play this season? The the two big thing, like you mentioned, who who should we even prepare to, to have playing for the Shockers when the season begins? Yeah, so, you know, probably the best players are going to be, you know, Kenny Poto, you know, back for his third year, and then Colby Rogers, who sat out last season as a redshirt uh, transfer. Uh, you know, he's looked really good so far in summer practices. So those are, you know, two names uh, to get you started. And Jacob Germany, he's a grad transfer from UTSA. Uh, he's, you know, you know played, started four years, uh, bringing a ton of experience with him. Uh, then, like, Harlan Beverly was one that I thought, uh, maybe boosted his stock, uh, you know, in this Greece trip. I was really impressed uh, by his vision, his ball handling. You know, uh, he played an entire game at point guard, which is, uh, you know, if you're a Miami fan, that'd be pretty surprising because, you know, he played on the wing, didn't really do too much uh, handling of the ball, you know, for the Hurricanes last year when they were, uh, you know, going to the final four. So, you know, he's a six-six wing. Uh, he averaged, you know, three-and-a-half assists as a sophomore, uh, so, you know, he, he has the ability to, to do, and I think Paul Mills is going to tap into that, use him more as a secondary ball handler. Xavier uh, Bell, you know, the Andover Central native, another name that's uh, kind of played more minutes at point guard. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, Bijan Cortez, uh, unable to practice, unable to play right now, you know, facing academic issues. So, you know, as the last I heard, you know, they're confident that he'll be ready to go for the start of the season. So, you know, he's the, the only natural point guard on the roster, so you can expect him to, to make some kind of impact there as well. So Isaac Abide is another name. That's uh, a, you know, returner, saw spot minutes last season. I think he's going to see an increased role this year. Quincy Ballard, uh, you know, big trip in Greece, you know, three straight double-digit games. And then the, the pickup that I really like is uh, Dalen Original. I feel like a lot of people just looked at, you know, he averaged five points, came off the bench for, a, you know, an average Missouri State team, and they just kind of wrote it off. But, you know, if you look into the numbers, hyper-efficient uh, shot, you know, 42% on threes, great offensive rebounder, great shot blocker in the minutes that he did play. Uh, so I think that's a, that's a good example of Paul Mills identifying someone that maybe didn't fit in another system. And I think he's going to uh, flourish with WSU. I think he's going to see a much larger role, could even end up in the starting lineup, I think, and, uh, you know, really, really be, you know, a key player for the Shockers this year. Talking uh, with Taylor Eldridge, Wichita Eagle. I was going to ask you about uh, Quincy Ballard because I also noticed his productivity in the games in Greece. After not a ton of productivity here when he was healthy uh, last year, uh, is that is that real or is that a mirage? Because so often these overseas trips produce some mirages. What's real about uh, his performance? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put too much stock into the points. You know, I, I think it was 16, 16, 11. Uh, you know, 
the first Greek team they played is kind of like, you know, uh, you know, a kind of an older group that you would find at the Y. That That's the competition they were kind of playing. And then the Calgary team they were playing, uh, actually pretty good. You know, they're like a, a good low major uh, college basketball team is what I've been told. Uh, but all of their centers are, you know, undersized because they play pick and pop. They play, you know, five out spacing. So not a lot of resistance for him. Uh, but the things that I saw on those clips that were promising was that, you know, he just looks so much more comfortable rolling to the basket. I think it goes back to the spacing that we talked about earlier. Uh, he's got more room to operate. Uh, you know, people are actually looking for him on those lobs. But, uh, you know, obviously the, the competition level is going to be much, much higher in the American Athletic Conference. So, I mean, I, I want to put too much stock into thinking that, you know, Quincy Ballard is, you know, going to average double-digit points for the Shockers this year. But I think it is encouraging. It's a step in the right direction to see that he can do that, can be a lob threat. And, uh, you know, I, some impressive clips of him blocking shots. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of the vision for, for WSU, you know, have him being that rim runner and then that, that shot, uh, you know, that rim protector on the defensive end. Uh, you know, always going to be tough, you know, playing him on defense uh, if they're playing man-to-man because, you know, teams are just going to put him in pick and rolls and uh, force him to guard those little guards. But uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they employ him because, you know, Kenny Poto, Jacob Germany, that's a pretty good combination. How many minutes are available behind those two guys? Uh, but I think it's, uh, I mean, that was an encouraging trip for sure for Quincy Ballard. Yeah, you talked about uh, original shooting 40%. Uh, I know Cortez was around there. A couple other guys who have had smaller roles were uh, at other places were, were good shooters. What what do you think is fair to expect uh, when those guys, you know, start to play 20, 25, 30 minutes a game? Uh, can we expect that they'll have that same level of, of – uh, uh, efficiency, or do you think it, the percentages will go down? Uh, how do you think uh, the it translate when guy when guys put up some numbers, uh, maybe in more limited playing time? That's like a running joke in the like the Wichita State fan base is that you know they shoot really well before they put on a shocker uniform, then they come to Coke Arena and uh, you know those forty percent shooters become thirty percent shooters. So, you know the last like four years, you know we've seen. A lot of good shooters uh, that were good shooters beforehand come and then just just not really uh, figure it out at WSU. So I don't know what that's about. But, uh, you know, obviously Paul Mills has a strong track record of good three-point shooting teams at Oral Roberts. Uh, so, you know, I think uh, he's trusting that, that, you know, it's going to be closer to that than what the Shockers have been, you know, these last four years. But, you know, the coaching staff, they've told me that, you know, when they're looking at the, the, the transfer portal, you know, they're looking at those high major guys that are transferring down, uh, you know, that didn't get as much playing time. They always look for the efficiency. You know, they want guys that were very efficient in the minutes that they that they did get on the court. And a lot of these guys fit the bill. You know, Ronnie DeGray, Harlan Beverly, uh, you know, guys like that, Dalen Original, uh, all three of those guys, uh, uh, you know, even Bijan Cortez, you know, the, the turnover numbers, or what kind of uh, limited his efficiency, but he shot it really well. So, uh, you know, all those guys are, are good bets. Uh, you know, we'll see, like you said, you know, it's always a little bit, uh, you know, it's a different ball game when you go from, you know, 10 minutes a game to 20 minutes a game. But, uh, you know, I think they took a lot of uh, smart, uh, you know, swings in the transfer portal. I really like 
Harlan Beverly's game. You know, Ronnie DeGray had a very strong showing in Greece. And you mentioned earlier, you know, he's going to need a waiver as a second-time transfer. And I think that's maybe why you saw them use that last scholarship on Dalen Original uh, because, you know, it's kind of insurance. They play the same position. You know, if the NCAA forces him to sit out, now you have a, you know, a veteran that can play the three and the four and help the Shockers right away. So, you know, I think all those transfers are going to be guys that are going to play a lot this season. So, you know, Shocker fans need to learn those names. Uh, and, and like you said, you know, Bijan Cortez still needs to get ac- academically eligible. But if he, uh, you know, is able to play, I've been told that he's, you know, he's a playmaker. He's going to make things happen on the court. He's flashy. He's got the long hair. He's got the, you know, the cool name. Uh, you know, a lot of people think he will be a, you know, a fan favorite at Coke Arena if he is able to, to get out there this year. Ted Eldridge with us. Uh, so you've had a, an opportunity now to watch Paul Mills in action. What have been your impressions uh, of how he runs a practice, uh, how he's going to run a game, what kind of depth he's trying to build? Is he a coach, in your opinion, that will uh, have a short bench, or is he a guy that's going to use uh, a long bench and, and uh, utilize a lot of depth? Yeah, very very meticulous, I would say. You know, it's uh, – I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of practices, you know, before. But, uh, you know, Paul Mills has been, you know, very gracious with, uh, you know, letting us in and watch a couple of the practices, you know, before they left for Greece. And, yeah, just like the, uh, how detail-oriented he was. Uh, you know, if, the, if someone would do just uh, anything little that uh, was not the right way that he was teaching, you know, he would blow the, the – the drill dead, you know, force everyone to do it again. And, you know, they have tape on the floor, uh, you know, ex- instructing where players need to stand, where players need to run and transition. You know, it's pretty cool to watch, you know, uh, stuff like that take place, you know, those, those the, that foundation being laid. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, all about spacing. And, uh, you know, he really wants the middle of the floor uh, clear basically the the paint extended those those two lines he doesn't want anyone other than you know the ball handler running down the middle he wants everyone like hugging the very very side uh, you know running basically on the sidelines down the floor so I think uh, you're going to see much better spacing this year uh, for Wichita State you know uh, we'll see if that translates to better offense but uh, uh, you know I've listened to some podcasts that he's done uh, you know he's He's a great X's and X's and O's mind, very well-respected. Uh, so I think he's really going to be, uh, you know, we're going to see some uh, some positive things from the Shocker offense. I think that's, you know, pretty fair to say, you know, easy expectation, uh, you know, especially after the last couple of years where, you know, WSU's offense has kind of been stuck in the mud and, and not really been very efficient at all. So I think you're going to see an upgrade there right away. We'll see, you know, uh, you know, if that translates to more wins, but I think uh, it's going to be aesthetically more pleasing. And uh, just the way that he teaches, you know, he gets after it in practice. And then he's got, you know, Quincy AC, uh, who looks like he could still play and he still, you know, practices with these guys. Uh, he'll get after it, you know, with the big guys down low. And I think that really helps them, you know, toughen up, uh, you know, someone like Kenny Poto. I think that's what a lot of fans want to see him get, you know, a little tougher, maybe inside. And, you know, working with Quincy AC, I think that's going to really help him in his third season. So uh, I think the spacing, the shooting, uh, some of the plays that they're going to be running on offense, it's going to be 
much different than what we've seen, uh, you know, the last, you know, three, four years uh, since Wichita State has really kind of hit that, that rut on offense. So uh, I think it'll be exciting times. Uh, you know, we'll see if he's the right guy to turn it around. Uh, everyone I've talked to in national college basketball media, very high on the hire. You know, obviously all the, the coaching people I've talked to, uh, Jerome Tang, you know, he's very, very confident that Paul Mills is the right guy for the job to turn this thing around. So we'll see. I think it's going to take time. Uh, I think, you know, this first year, especially until he brings, you know, his own uh, own complete roster in. Uh, but uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what he's able to do with this first season because I feel like there's not very, uh, you know, very low expectations, I would say, uh, from the fan base. Do you think the argument could be made that uh, the conference this year will be better than it was last year? It seems like Florida Atlantic and Houston, as crazy as it probably sounds, can cancel each other out. And uh, you could probably find a couple teams out of North Texas, UAB, Rice, uh, Charlotte, that uh, can at least be as good as Central Florida and Cincinnati were last year. And you could probably count on an imp- a little bit of an improvement from Wichita State and maybe Memphis and and some others. So can this league be stronger at least for a year uh, than than it was a year ago? Yeah, I mean that's that's a good question. I mean I think the there is uh, more uh, depth at the top and the middle, but they're also bringing in uh, you know two uh, teams that are gonna you know really hurt the net. Uh, uh, so. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think it, it does have a chance to, you know, uh, potentially get, you know, three bids. But I feel like I say that every summer where I feel like, you know, you look at it optimistically in the conference and you're like, okay, you know, these two should be able to get bids. And then, you know, somebody sneaks up and as the third, very rare, rarely have we seen in the, the American, though, you know, uh, this conference get uh, three teams in. So, you know, Florida Atlantic, uh, you know, it's looking like a top 10 team. Memphis is looking like a top 25 team. They've completely reloaded their roster. You know, Jaquan Walton, former Shocker, is uh, with them now. Uh, so those two are, like, head and shoulders above everybody else. And then I think you're right. You know, North Texas, UAB is kind of that next tier. And then uh, teams like, you know, SMU, uh, Wichita State could be, could maybe be in that group if they surprise. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it will be a, a solid league. Uh, but – in the net, I think it's going to come out to be just about the same just because, you know, you're adding some good teams, but you're also adding some bad teams, and now it's a bigger league. So uh, I think it's going to come out just about the uh, the same. I think the American, I think it's they're safe for about two bids, three if, you know, someone really, really surprises. All right, one more question for you, Taylor. We do appreciate your time. Uh, all the realignment talk certainly brings football to light. Wichita State hasn't had football now in uh, 37 years, if I'm doing my math correctly. Yet there's never a month or maybe even a week or a day that goes by without somebody talking about when Wichita State is going to bring back football. Certainly in the light of realignment, we see the importance of college football. Uh, it pertains mostly to college football. And I, I see on Twitter uh, that some people are starting to uh, propose that. I want to reach out to all of them and say that's really never going to happen. There's never going to be college football again at Wichita State, certainly not in my lifetime, and I doubt in yours, Taylor, and you're significantly younger. Uh, do you, how often do you hear those football bells start to toll? 
Yeah, I mean, I think you, uh, you know, some of the fan base, they just uh, kind of keep that dream alive in the back of their head. And, uh, you know, when stuff like this comes up and they, they make that push, they say, you know, Wichita State needs to add football, you know, to get back in the conversation, to, you know, have a little more control over their their destiny. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, I would I would agree with you uh, that, you know, it's not going to happen anytime soon, probably not in, in our lifetime. So, uh, and, you know, you just look at the, the reconstruction of, uh, you know, the renovation of Cessna Stadium, you know, what they're doing there. That's like clear number one. I mean, that's the, the that's what should kill that argument that, you know, if there's ever any chance of them adding football, well, you know, they're building that stadium to be a soccer stadium with the capacity. It's not going to have, you know, the, the attendance capacity for, you know, a football uh, for what you need to start a football program. So, you know, they're kind of just uh, – uh, ending the dream with that, in my opinion. So that should be enough to convince people. But I know there's always going to be people that want to see Shocker football back. But uh, I don't hear it as much uh, as I as I did, you know, maybe five, six uh, years ago, you know, when they first moved to the American. But I'm sure it's, there's always going to be holdouts, always going to be people that, that want to see that, that program brought back. A lot of good memories uh, for people, uh, you know, in the fan base. So I understand it. But, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, unrealistic is what I would say right now. All right, Taylor, really appreciate you giving some time to us today. Congratulations on your 91 out at Auburn Hills. Uh, We'll catch up soon, okay? Yeah, I got to do better next time. All right, thank you. (laughs) Taylor Eldridge from the Wichita Eagle uh, joining us to talk some Shocker basketball. We'll take a break. We'll be back momentarily here on the Bob and Jeff Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 